Welcome back to Inside Motorsport. I'm here at Albert Park, it's day one, and I'm here with a person who's actually just come back to motorsport. And not only here with Rod Jane, but his two daughters, Georgina and Olivia, who um, played a part in their father getting back in a car. They say a small part, but we'll get to that in a minute. Rod, welcome back to motorsport. Your name hasn't been away from it because the Bob Jane Highmarks has been on the cars the whole time. Yeah, look, you know, we've been on Incro Cup for almost uh, almost 20 years, I think, now. We've been with Sonic, I think, 20 years at the end of this year or start of next year. And, you know, we sponsored Incro Cup all that time. You know, one, one car in the first season and then two cars sort of thereafter, um, except for two years where we did development series. So it's been a great category for Bob Jane T-Marts. And, you know, it's a great category to race in until, until I stopped racing it. Well, the great thing is I've seen a large part of what you've done. Not everything you've done, but a large part of it. Now, you were talking before about Rensport. Um, tell us about that particular experience. Oh, well, I think the, the, my, one of my fond memories was racing with Nick Perkett and, um, up in Sydney at Rensport. And I, I think it was my 100th race uh, Nick and I won, you know, largely thanks to his talent and um, me just backing him up. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty satisfying. Okay, all right. And then you raced with Nick McBride. So. Yeah, the next year I raced with Nick McBride. That didn't end as well. Um, you know, I don't think we actually finished that race, and I think that was my fault. Oh, okay. Well, we'll cover that another time. But let's get around to how you got back here, because you've obviously been very busy at work, because the Bob Jane T-Mart's a very large business still. Yeah, look, uh, I, you know, I made a choice a long time ago. We had a young family, and I really wanted to see them grow up. You know, my dad was obviously a great race car driver, but... The consequence of that was I never spent any time with him at all when I was young and I really decided when we had kids, you know, my life was going to be watching my kids grow up and being a part of their life and, you know, so when, you know, when I stopped in around 2010-11, whenever it was, um, you know, I was quite happy with that decision, moved on and, you know, sort of, we had four kids and, you know, wonderful four kids and I've spent the last, you know, really, what, 12 years watching them grow up and being part of their education, their sport, their lives and, you know, that's been really important to me. And it got to, uh, we actually had this situation about, about two and a half weeks ago, I think it was, and I'm sitting around at home on a Sunday afternoon, I think it was about dinner time, and sitting at the table and I said to Penny, oh, we haven't sort of done something with the, one of the cars we've got this season. She's like, oh, why don't, why don't you race it? And I sort of looked at her and I said, oh, that's a dumb idea. And she swears she roared with laughter, meaning it was a joke, and then the kids all jumped on board and they're like, yeah, Dad, why don't you race it? So uh, anyway, the next day I sort of, didn't think much of it, and then about lunchtime I rang Mark Sini, who's a good friend of mine that I met through racing, and Mark's like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea. He got a bit excited, and he said, yeah, yeah, you know, I think I asked him, I said, it's a dumb idea if I come back racing, and he's like, oh, no, 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 you'll be fine, yeah, you've got to come back. So, um, you know, then I rang Mick Britter, and, you know, Mick I know very well, and, you know, he's been amazing for us, and particularly me in motorsport, and he sort of did his, oh, yeah, well, you'd have to test. And I'm like, yep. And he goes, well, we're going to Sydney on Wednesday, and this is Monday. He goes, I guess I could get a car ready and you could see how you go. <laughs> so off we went, got to Sydney on Tuesday night. It was, uh, got up, you know, 5, 5.30 Wednesday morning and uh, off to the track and it was pouring with rain, it rained all day. So, yeah, it was, um, you know, it was really, you know, I sort of had no sort of fixed opinion on anything. I just got to the track, it was raining. I'm like, oh, this might be a bit of a challenge, but it should be fun. We ran out on some tyres that were... Not really good. They weren't really rain tyres, actually, and we went out and did my first run, did my second run, and well, about the end of the second run, Mick's, Mick's looking at me like I'm not doing too well. Um, you know, he's pretty honest, which is what I love about him, and <laughs> I'm thinking, mm, I'm not doing real well here. But anyway, uh, 
by the end of the third run, or end of the second run, he's like, you're going to have to lift a bit, Rod, you know, like you're sort of 15 seconds off where you need to be. Go out on the third run and the car's understeering and then snapping into oversteer and I'm thinking, maybe I've just lost the plot. And um, he goes, oh, why don't we try the rain tyres? He goes, these are sort of storage tyres. You know, put them on and, you know, I was 15 seconds quicker out of the box. Um, and I'm like, yeah, that's a bit better, Mick. So, you know, look, built from there. Um, you know, I've still got a lot of pace to find. We did that rain day. The car was fantastic in the rain. Like, I've never driven a car like this. It's, you know, it's a real race car. And, um, you know, it handles really well. It was amazing in the wet. Um, you know, my times weren't that bad. They weren't that good either. But we did a full day, I think 100 laps there. And then, um, you know, and then Mick's like, all right, well, you got through that bit. Let's do Winton. So we did Winton last Wednesday in the dry. And, you know, by the end of it, I'd got it down to a reasonably good pace. You know, still a bit of time to find. But, um, you know, it was, it was fun. I, re- I really enjoyed it so far. And, and obviously you've just finished your first qualifying session. And um, to prove uh, a point to you that uh, Aaron Love has just put it on pole. Yes. Uh, sister car, but, you know, um, you've got some time to find in you because obviously being out of a race car for 10 years has an impact, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And, you know, like, you know, you don't want to bin the car and, you know, you don't want to have an accident. So, you know, perhaps I'm a little bit too cautious. But, you know, look, I haven't been to this track, I think, since about 2008 or 2009. Um, it's changed a little bit since then. All the back straight's quite different. Um, you know, and, and it can bite you pretty hard if you get it wrong. So it'd be fair to say I've probably been cautious. And, you know, in, in qualifying, you know, I was way too slow in practice. Um, in qualifying, you know, I really didn't get a clear run, but that's down to me a bit and some traffic. You know, first of all, I had some guys slow down in front of me and then I had some fast guys coming up by me and I had to get out of their way. So, you know, you make your own luck and I didn't quite make good enough luck out of it. And, uh, you know, it leaves the race to uh, get some laps under my belt. I think I've done about eight laps in total because there's red flags in both sessions. But, uh, yeah, I've got some time to find. Yeah, but the one thing we do know is that a good sleep after driving a car has a major impact on your times on the morrow. Yeah, look, I, I think for me it's just laps, you know, so get out there, hopefully don't get involved in any incidents and just get some laps under my belt, you know, and I think I'll, you know, learn the track a bit more, you know, if I can get, whatever, I think we've got a 10 or 15 lap race tomorrow, so if I can get that out of my way, you know, I will have learned some more and just keep building, you know, I didn't expect to come out and sort of blow the doors off anything and, you know, just work towards it and hopefully keep it clean and straight and learn something. Indeed. Olivia, um, Rodney's uh, eldest daughter, and... Uh, You've been seeing your dad get into a suit for the last sort of 10, 12 years of your life. Now he's getting into a different sort of suit. What did you think of that? Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. Well, that's terrific. Georgina? What do you reckon, George? Is it good or bad? Good. You've got to say it louder, dude. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. The girl a few words with many normally. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah. he is, I'm sure he is. But she pretends she's shy. I, I will uh, look forward to very much uh, seeing your first race on the morrow and the day after and the day after that. So, Rod James, good to have you back in the paddock and enjoy it all. Yeah, you well, too, it's no, nice to see you too. It's been a while. It has. It all has. right, thanks. But thank you. Rod Jane and the Bob Jane Team Arts cars. Yes. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.